Hello, and welcome to The Box. The Box is a juicy talk show hosted by Pandora's Fantasy Box. We are here nightly at 11.30 p.m. East Coast time to entice, educate, entertain, and inform you. Open-minded adults of all genders, orientation, and lifestyles are invited to join us as we acknowledge and explore our desires without fear of judgment or shame. Come with us as we turn fantasies into realities. Don't be shy. We won't bite. Well, some of us might. Definitely me, because I like to bite and nibble. But that's okay. Whether you're mild or wild, or just don't know yet, come and live free with us. And we appreciate all you listeners, and we really look forward to you tuning in every night. And uh, this is Jennifer, and um, I hope you enjoy the podcast. Thank you. Well, 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 every time she says she might bite or nibble, I have to wonder what does she want to bite and what does she want to nibble, or should I say whom? Hello, listeners. Mm-hmm. This is Alexis <laughs> with the box. And in the box tonight, I have secret, I have treasure. And I have a new guest named Steve, and Tandy is here. She flew all the way from the other side of the country just to pop in and teach us something new. Tandy, what are we learning about tonight? Well, tonight we are going to talk about bukkake. And for new listeners, if you are not used to listening to me or hearing what I talk about, Wow, you picked a good night to just drop in because randomly I'm going to talk about bukkake. (laughs) Not something that many people um, admit to knowing much about, but it is uh, really uh, quite popular. So uh, I think what I'm going to do is give kind of a general introduction about it, and uh, then we'll talk a bit. If any of you saw the picture uh, that's on the box next to the uh, description for tonight, it's a pretty good visual for what we're talking about. The word bukkake comes from the Japanese word for splash with liquid or pour over. And in fact, it is a name for a popular noodle dish. So make sure you know where you are and who you're with before you just order this off the menu. Most people have um, in this country have heard of it only because it became so popular as a porn subject all the way back in the 1980s. Typically, it describes a sex activity, of course, because that's what I like to talk about, in which a group of men, three, four, five, even a hundred or so, masturbate over a woman until they ejaculate. Most often, uh, the men form a circle around the woman in the middle. So it is a circle jerk. Um, The aim, and pun is intended in case you care about such things, the aim is to cover the person in the middle with as much cum as possible. So the men aim for the face, the hair, the mouth, 
the breasts, the genitals, um, everywhere, everywhere. And depending on how many men are involved, you can see this done in just regular situations, but sometimes you'll see a woman sitting in one of those little kiddie pools or something just trying to get uh, to keep the, um, the house from getting too messy. Uh, usually the woman is a, a willing participant who is either going to kneel in the middle or perhaps sit on a couch or a chair uh, to receive all the attention. Sometimes the woman is um, tied up if it is Japanese porn, would typically be uh, tied up in the lovely shibari uh, ropes. If it's more just, oh, I don't know, amateur gangbang type pretending to be bukkake porn, uh, who knows uh, um, how that uh, girly might be tied up. Sometimes they are dressed in costumes. A schoolgirl is a popular costume, but any kind, any, any kind. There are, so what I've described is just kind of the basics. As with anything that we do in sex, and especially things that we do in the, in the kinky arena, there are variations. Um, the semen, the cum, um, can be collected in a vessel. Uh, bowl, um, uh, glass, something like that. It can then be poured over the woman or perhaps used as a lube, a body lube, or more likely it's going to be put on um, uh, lady parts and what goes into them. I answered a Craigslist uh, at once that showed a gigantic martini glass. And the description was that everybody was going to shoot into the glass and then there was going to be uh, sort of this lovely ritual of drinking um, all the cum. Um, anyway, that didn't work out quite like it was supposed to. So that's another of my, it seemed like a good idea at the time, stories. So I'll tell you more about that <laughs> some other time. Of course, the person um, getting all the attention can be a man, or it can be an animal, uh, too. Some people like to do that. Please, everyone, remember that animals are not able to give consent. So uh, uh, be mindful of what you do to uh, our little uh, animal friends. There's uh, another uh, variation, which just sounds so terrible, but I, I, I guess I understand what the appeal is. There, there is a game called Mushy Biscuit. All the men back off onto a biscuit, a real baked biscuit. Whoever is the last one who managed to, manages to shoot after jacking himself off, that's the one who has to or gets to, depending on point of view. That person gets to eat the mushy biscuit. Um, that sounded real appetizing to all of you. Apparently not. <laughs> Can I say? Not on the list of Maybe. 
<laughs> I was going to say, over the years, uh, growing up from a Southern uh, sort of tradition and, and partnering with, you know, Texans over the years, I have tried desperately to learn how to make a good biscuit and good gravy. Apparently, this is the secret, and I just missed out somehow. I don't know. Um, without doubt, the woman or the other person that's there in uh, the middle is in a submissive position. That is um, usually what the men in the circle are looking for. Um, however, as I've talked about before, uh, many uh, uh Women, uh, non-binary folks, probably just men too, uh, really find that sub choice has to be a choice. The choice to be submissive really empowering. Um, you do see it sometimes with a bit more violence in the porn, but that technically is kind of getting away from it. That's just kind of a, a subgenre too. The idea is to showcase this person that just is adoring being covered um, by the offering of all, all these um, men. There's kind of a myth around Bukaki, and that is that it originated as a medieval Japanese shaming ritual for women. In other words, if uh, a woman ha was suspected of adultery, for instance, uh, she would be paraded into the middle of the village and all of the village elders would jack off on her. Um, that's that's a wonderful story, but as far as historians know, it is not true. Uh, the first real record of this uh, shows up in 1986 in a Japanese uh, porn film. Uh, it became popular in European uh, porn, first with the Germans, who did a lot of it um, in their cinema. But the American uh, filmmaker that really made it popular in this country was Jeff Mike. And he did a series called American Bukaki. And if there had ever been any idea that this was kind of organized and ritualized, he kind of did away um, with that. He did all sorts of uh, subgenre things. And uh, there's a whole group of the films that are called, I'm not sure if I'm saying this, this right since I don't speak Japanese, uh, Gokken or Goken, G-O-K-K-U-N. Uh, <laughs> that focuses on the drinking of the cum. Uh, that, that would be the scenario that the martini glass um, was offering. But this one shows just how much fun there can be in playing with our sexual desires. He created something called a cum bomb. Have you ever, guys ever played water balloons? You know, you fill up a balloon so it's just about ready to pop, and then you throw it back and forth to each other over the crowd to see who it splashes on. Well, imagine what that's like if you fill it with semen. And then you start tossing the balloon back and forth, back and forth, in and over and around the group. And when's it going to break? 
nobody knows. Nobody knows. <laughs> okay, so we're going to talk about some of your stories and your response to what I'm talking about. But Alexis, I bet you have um, a break for us. Yes, ma'am. Listeners, we'll be back after this short break. Hi, this is Tandy with The Box. Whether you only join us from time to time or you are here nightly, you know that we have juicy things to say. If you have a business, product, or service that would fit with what we are doing, contact us for the opportunity to advertise on one of several platforms or collaborate with us as a vendor, sponsor, or affiliate. Reach out to us at pandorasfantasybox.com. Fantasy with a Z. We cannot free the world all by ourselves. Join us, pandorasfantasybox.com. And we are back. Um, Before the break, Tandy was talking about sharing some stories. But Tandy? Thank you. So um, uh, what I uh, just kind of throw in there before I hear about what your experiences are, um, the Japanese horn continues to be much better and much more intense for this particular uh, genre. And they do often have, you know, 80, 90, 100 men um, or more. Some people here um, seem to think almost anything that involves a face shot or what can be called a facial or pearl necklace or whatever, they call that uh, bukkake too. I say sometimes that I'm not the word police, but to be honest, I'd like to be. Uh, words, words have meaning, but I digress. Um, so I'm sure everyone who is listening, listening here, uh, if they've had much sexual experience at all, has had the pleasure of either sharing come onto a partner's face or getting it on, on the face. Um, so maybe we need to start with that little baby step before we build up to the idea, how would that make you feel if you were in the middle of the room and all these cocks were at attention around you, uh, people uh, jerking off and whatever their style is, and you're just waiting for it to land on you. So I'm going to ask first, <laughs> we have a bold new caller. So Steve, do you want to be in the middle getting shot on or do you want to be on the outside shooting? I think in this case, I'd be on the outside shooting. I think that would be more pleasure. <laughs> well, I had to ask. You never know. <laughs> yeah, you never know. Yep, yep, yep. Have you ever done anything like that? Not in a group setting, no. No. And usually with my partner, it certainly would be something that I would, with their consent, because my first concern is I don't want them to feel uh, demeaned in any way. So it certainly had to be something pleasurable for both of us. So, yes, I've done it uh, with a partner, but, but it was certainly something that we both enjoyed. 
Okay, cool. And uh, I appreciate hearing that uh, about the consent. And many men looking at some of the porn that is out there, it really does look demeaning. But for women who choose to do it, it may not feel demeaning. That is the difference between being forced into a situation um, and choosing to do it. That's why we always talk about freedom here, uh, because freedom is, is part of what's involved there in consent. How about the ladies? Have any of you, you don't have the option of shooting, so have any of you been in the middle and had an experience like that? Well, I've never uh, experienced that before because I've never had, like, an orgy. I've had threesomes, but even in the threesomes, that didn't happen because usually the threesomes were uh, two females and a male. I've only had one with two males, and they didn't do that. But I've always, um, like, fantasized about that because, of course, everyone knows my big fantasy is the gangbang. But I'm not really big on bukkakis come and all that but i have seen plenty of horns where the the guys are doing that to the women and it actually is pretty hot like if i was in the center of that i'd just be like hell yeah but then as far as like taking it in my mouth and swallowing it eh, i don't know if i would want that i'd probably want it on me more than in my mouth i mean i'd probably maybe take a little bit because i have swallowed before i think all girls have or maybe most but um but yeah that's always been like a huge fantasy of mine but as far as like taking all that into my mouth because I've seen porn like that. I don't think I could do that. But all over my body, yeah, I could do that. I think that'd be hot. I mean, I'd have to clean it all off afterwards, but just the the whole process of it happening, I, I, I would really be into that. <laughs> oh, so you're going to clean up. You're not going to just really own the walk of shame as you leave and have to go into the nearest convenience store to buy yourself a Polar Pop. Not that I would have any experience with that. Uh, with your face all covered with slightly drying cum and long streaks in your hair. Oh, well, to each his own. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Maybe, maybe I would do that someday. You never know. I'm, I'm open-minded. I, I could probably just walk out and go somewhere. Fuck it. <laughs> well, um, this is Alexis. I actually do not like cum in my mouth, around my face, on my face, shooting it towards my face. I had a very traumatic experience with that. So, nope. You can shoot it anywhere else. You can shoot it in me. You can shoot it on me as long as it's not anywhere near my face. You can push. Uh, you can shoot it on my butt. You can put it on my tits anywhere else but my face. Okay. Well, you know, um, uh, you set the boundaries on this. That's what makes it it uh, cool. And people do sometimes forget if they are learning about porn or, excuse me, learning about real life from porn. Uh, the people in uh, the movies, first of all, they're getting paid always to act like they're either enjoying it or, or they're terrified. And secondly, they have breaks, they have fake cum, they have all that sort of thing. But in real life, we set our boundaries. We decide what feels good for us and what doesn't. Sometimes it's because of how it's physically, sometimes it's emotionally. It just doesn't work for us. I should have looked it up, and I forgot to. But there is some 
I don't know, Instagram influencer or somebody who is currently marketing a uh, face cream that is supposedly filled um, with semen. And it's just supposed to be good, so good for your skin. And uh, when I saw that, I really thought, wow, there are easier and less expensive ways to get that smeared um, all over you. How about you, um, Secret? What's been your experience on this? Well, well, as you were talking and as I looked at the information that you put on the for the picture tonight, Eric, I haven't I don't have any personal experience with it myself. However, one of the first suck parties that I went to damn near freaked me out well over fifteen years ago and there was a girl there that actually took it for the team, literally. It was her thing. And um there were probably 20, 25 guys, and I was really scared because I thought, like, they were forcing themselves on her, but that's what she loved. Like, she loved to suck, Mm -hmm. and she loved to get the loads all in her mouth, and she swallowed everything, and she literally had a head back, mouth open. Um, She took it, and, you know, they were, and, and, and they were so freaking turned on. Like, it's really amazing. So the very first time me seeing her, I was like, oh, my gosh. Oh, do I need to get her out of here? <laughs> because it was something that I wasn't used to. But then later, um, yeah, I, to each his own, of course. But, yeah, I think it's pretty hot and incredible because men love it. Like, bottom line, when you're able to swallow all and you're not gagging, like, oh, my gosh. That yeah. is to me, just my experience, like men freaking love it, whether it's in a group or whether it's individual, like they love to know that, um, and you taking it all literally. So yeah, you're really interesting. It is. It is. Uh, you mentioned something about not gagging and tonight's not the night that we're going to, uh, go into it, but I will be later, uh, doing some webinars, um, Unfortunately, I have to use, you know, dildos, but they're anatomically correct. Talking about uh, both hand jobs and then another one about oral. But when we watch people in the movies, they often are using an anesthetic on the back of their uh, throat so that they will not uh, gag and so that they can take lots and lots of this uh, one after the other. Uh, They sell that just for regular people. You can buy it at the sex shop. My recommendation, of course, everybody makes their own decision, is I will not put anything other than a uh, fine liquor or a bit of the evil weed into my body that is going to make me unable to feel. So I never recommend that people use that anesthesia on the back of their throats because then you might not know if you were actually being treated too roughly or um, getting hurt. So there are some techniques that will help you do it. Um, uh, I have threatened over the years that uh, with, with this one particular man that I was never going to go down on him again until he invented something that would look like Hello Kitty scuba gear uh, so that I could just breathe comfortably <laughs> the entire time I was doing this. Um, He told me he invented it, but it was purchased by the U.S. military, and it's not available to us. So um, why? I think men like to mark their territory, but women do too. And non-binary folks, of course, they they choose their own place, uh, you know, along the continuum. 
But uh, for the woman who likes a bit of attention, now let me rephrase that. A bit of attention is not what you're going to get when you're in the middle of a bukkake circle. Uh, For attention whores like I am, or sometimes for people that are trying to overcome fears and traumas and things they had from from the past, this is often a... um, um, well, it's kind of like going on a quest. It's it's uh, something maybe that you want to experience, but it might not be something that everyone would want to repeat. In general, in general, um, when, if you are getting shot in the face, uh, if you are swallowing semen from people that you're not um, um, uh, you know, fluid bonded with, then you have all the regular concerns um, about trying to take care of safer sex. Um, uh, I can be a problem too. <laughs> so uh, keep your eyes closed, have wash right. Um, doesn't look real sexy unless you're into steampunk to have goggles on. Uh, but we do have to be uh, careful about getting um, uh, any body fluids uh, from another person in our eyes. Uh, I think there is a call coming up this weekend that adds even another layer to that and uh, that, you know, the world's scared of, um, you know, of another uh, virus that's out there. So, yeah, keep your eyes closed. Keep your eyes closed, maybe covered up. Um, So, Describe it. Describe it. So, uh, Treasure, you like the idea of having a group, right? That that just seems good for you. Um, would you feel that you were missing out if you didn't get any, um, I don't know, intercourse, if you didn't actually get fucked or something? Or would you be satisfied? Yeah, actually, I think I, I would be. I mean, I wouldn't be, like, totally disappointed. But, yeah, if I was in like a gangbang like that and guys were just jerking off to come on me and I didn't get fucked. Yeah. I'd be a little disappointed because I should get something out of it. Like I should at least come a few times if they're going to all come on me and jizz all over me, you know, like where's, where's, where's my benefit, you know, like where, what, what's in it for me, you know, like I need to get off at least a few times, you know, maybe five or six at least, if not more, then you can come all over me. And then, yeah, I'll gladly walk outside and not clean it off. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Oh, uh, Treasure's now keeping score here. You're setting kind of a high mark, you know. Oh, well, you can get in me after I, you know, six or seven times I go first. Um, For some people, just remember the difference is between whether it's a physical fuck they need or a mind fuck. So there are many, many people who would be in the middle of the circle or sitting at home all by themselves. They don't need anybody to touch them. They can do it just with their minds. Um, Having some breath control helps. But, wow, if you've got the imagination, you can do that all by itself. Um, Okay. We've got... uh, Wow, seems like we just had the last one. But, um, Alexis, can you give us another break? Yes, ma'am. Hi, this is Tandy with The Box. Membership has its privileges, you know. If you are not yet a member of Pandora's Fantasy Box, well then, shame on you. 
all memberships are 40% off until 10-31-2020. That's sound for those of you who know such things. Some might call it Halloween. An especially delicious night. Oh, I got distracted. If you want to live free like I do, come on inside with me. Find us at PandorasFantasyBox.com. Fantasy with a Z. Find us on Facebook and Instagram. Find us where people choose to live free. PandorasFantasyBox.com. Okay. Um, I want to take this uh, in a slightly different direction. We've been talking about the men shooting toward the middle, but I have this um, um, driver here. <laughs> Steve, I'd like to drive the, um, uh, the discussion in a slightly different way. How would you okay. feel? How would you like to be in the middle of a room? I don't want it to be a bedroom. I don't even want it to be your living room. I'd like you to be in the middle of, oh, maybe a boardroom or something like that. So a very sterile surrounding. Windows all around, you know, chrome and glass. And you're in the middle of the room. And um, uh, a whole circle of women (laughs) gather around you. How would that make you feel? Now, that would be fun. That would be a lot of fun. I like the idea of the windows, a little voyeurism there, but also the, uh, just the, having all these women around me. That's <laughs> sort of a, that's a fantasy I just thought of. So, well, thanks for helping me think about <laughs> this this is the place I guarantee you people all the time say oh I never have sexual fantasies all you have to do is talk for a minute and they will think of something sexual mm-hmm. fantasies are always just lurking um, behind the surface um, uh, secrets very casually mentioned a cucumber the other day and some of us have been rolling off of that for days <laughs> and and oh. guess what, Tandy? I told him about that last night, oh. and then I I was I was I was doing something. He said you can't get that kitchen off your mind, right? It's <laughs> a new new term to the concept gourmet chef. Oh, that's yeah. a right. I sent him the call too. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know there is a new social term uh, that uh, the polyamorous community is not fond of, but other people are referring to the idea of shared kitchens um, as polyamorous kitchens. So, wow, what if you had real kinky people in those shared kitchens? Uh, They often have those in um, um, homes for older people, so... I might be looking forward to that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Secrets. And remember, too, that cucumbers grow in the dirt, out in the garden, 
with sun and occasional rain, maybe little bunny rabbits uh, there occasionally, uh, insects and, and itchy things. So you can take your cucumber fantasy wherever you want. Give me <laughs> give me an example of a fantasy um, you might um, want to act out that does involve this idea of getting shot with cups. Are you are you asking me? Yeah. yeah, you secret. Oh man. Well, you know what? I, as like Jen talks about having the the gangbang, that's kind of been on my mind as well. So I I like to be in the center. I have this thing about this big ass bed that's normally at the swingers club. It's like four, uh, like four king size beds all together. So even though everyone is all over everybody, I kind of would like to be in the center because you know. I know, I understand that you are attention whore, Tandy, but you're not the only one that loves all the freaking attention, okay? So, right. yeah, if if I can have that in the middle of the bed and I have five, six guys that I'm really like, hey, I, I just need it all. I can't, like Jen said, hey, I just don't want you busting in my mouth. I'm going to need to suck. I'm going to need to fuck, get fucked, and I'm going to need everybody just to, for it to be no holes bar. But definitely, um... I'm really great with my oral skills, and I make sure I don't drop anything. So yeah, that would be pretty incredible for me. <laughs> and you got, you got, you got to build up for. It. You got to work me like you. You fuck me really good. You plug me. Let me suck you off. And of course, I'm gonna be able to swallow everything on the menu. Absolutely. Yeah. That's you know, pretty and, oh, and it's funny. Men um, often partnered men, long-term partnered men forget that um, uh, partners, their female partners, are so much more willing after their body gets engaged. And it takes longer for women than it does for men. And so if you're just doing it, it's like, oh, well, it's there, I got to do it. Um, you tend to set harder boundaries. But if you've gotten some loving and some attention to your lady parts and, and or wherever, maybe your hair stroked or whatever works for you, and just some attention, then you're just so much more open to whatever the experience is. Perhaps that's true for men, too. Um, haven't noticed that it was all that important to them over the years, but uh, for women, it, uh, it really, really is. Well, um, I want to share um, uh, one thing. I have a very specific bukkake fantasy, and I'm not going to share the details of that. Um, not because I'm ashamed of it at all. It's not that, but it's more like I am protective of it. When I was new uh, to kink, I shared it with someone um, who tried to make it happen for me. So with best intentions, um, uh, this person tried to make it happen for me. It did not work out well. It did not. Um, I have horrible memories of it. I was sad and mad and disappointed that my friend had misunderstood so much what I wanted. Well, now, though, I've learned so much about the kind of communication you really need to thrive 
in the open king BDSM um, lifestyle. I think it's true for any um, important relationship. But in kink and BDSM, um, that level of communication is absolutely required. So now looking back, I realize my friends didn't mess up. I just didn't know then how to describe what I wanted and to ensure that that was exactly what I got. Does that make sense? Um, I know, um, Alexis, you led a, a, a conversation this week. I wasn't on the call, but I saw this subject. You've been talking a lot about communication, haven't you? Oh, I lost her. She's off there. Com- I think she's on mute. But, yeah, we had a call the other night, Tandy, and she was just talking about the importance of communication. And She actually did a call on relationships and different mm-hmm. things to be able to keep relationships going, and that was one of the things she mentioned, that um, communication was extremely important to keep a relationship alive. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like she first always said, um, conversation rules the nation, and communication is should be a part of any foundation and anything that you do. Without it, you're not going to get anywhere fast. Absolutely, absolutely. And uh, kink, uh, uh, people who are practiced in it, it's unusual in that they do communication first. They may go real quick to just straight out fucking. There's no question about that. But they're very good and very accepting of direct communication. Most of us try and keep all our wishes and needs secret. Um, Sorry to use your name, secrets, but, you know, for some people until even after they're married and years into their relationship. So there's a lot we can learn about just being uh, loose enough and free enough and trusting enough uh, to say, wow, I deserve this, and I'm going to tell my partner or partners um, what it is that I want. Um, uh tell via sharing invitation etc you don't always have to be um directive so anyway um now of course i do have a lot of those skills um not perfect still very much a work in progress but what is cool i think and i've been so excited thinking about this i bet sometime soon i am going to be able to uh, use the connections that I get through Pandora's Fantasy Box to make that specific bukkake um, uh, fantasy happen exactly the way that I want it to. And uh, uh, guess what I'm going to be thinking about tonight <laughs> when I leave here? <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> Me and you, me and you both, girl. Hell yeah, I'll be thinking about yeah, it me, too. Me too. And listen, just 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 to, just to go on record, and I know that Alexis and Jen, and Alexis and Treasure agrees. We want that little black book of yours, um, Sandy, the one oh that tells God. all your little naughty misbehaving stories. The one we that need I that book. <laughs> yeah, we we need that. Oh my God. I do journal. I've journaled my whole life, but instead of a table of contents, I actually have 
a spreadsheet. <laughs> Ooh. I'll add to that, yeah. One, um, I'll say this real quickly because I, I know we have to One year I established a uh, sort of a goal for myself, not just certain number of partners or certain, um, with the help, um, uh, not surprisingly, um, of a dom, I, I uh, set point values on everything. So I took age times dick size times how long it took times what we did times this and this and this and assigned a point value to every encounter I had over the year. And uh, strange, but true. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, maybe we'll share. Maybe we'll share. <laughs> Looking so, forward to it. <laughs> any final questions or comments from any of you? Steve, are you going to come back and spend some time with us? Yeah, I would love to. Uh, very fascinating topic, and uh, I think you're spot on with the communication because you've got to you've got to be able to tell your partner uh, what you want and what they want, and be able to uh, have that open dialogue if you're going to achieve you objective that you said I could achieve. So, yeah, it's, it's very intriguing. I love the conversation. I love the topic. Wonderful. Well, I liked you being here in the room with us, however spread out the room was. Um, uh, so, nice of you to let us join you in your car. Oh, we should talk about Ooh. car sex one yes, night. Yes, we should. I got some stories oh. for you on that. <laughs> I do like what you talking nice about what, car sex? <laughs> what what did he say? Yeah, he he asked if we we're interested in car sex. Yeah, so wherever <laughs> you are, just drive on over. You know, you got uh, four of us here. You can choose from. Uh, you're the one with the accelerator. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's funny. And at least a oh no, but we're serious. Are naked. <laughs> Uh, so I'm going to give it back to you, Alexis. <laughs> okay, well, listeners, tonight was an interesting topic, and I definitely hope you enjoyed it. Here at Fantasy um, and Dora's Fantasy Buff, we believe in making fantasies come true three at a time. And like Candy said earlier, being a member has its privileges. So please visit us at www.pandorasfantasybox.com, and that's fantasy with a Z. We would love to hear from you. Let us know how we're doing. Let us know if there's a topic that you would like to hear here in the box. And most of all, become a member. Remember that memberships are 40% off until October the 31st. And with that, we're all going to say good night. Good night. <laughs> good night. Good night. Good night. I don't want to go. You have <laughs> Thank good you night. for coming to one of the playgrounds found in Pandora's Fantasy Books. We are where adults of all genders, orientations, and lifestyles can explore and connect. 
We meet here at 11.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Join our conversation. Even better, suggest topics you want. Connect with us. Find us here on Facebook. Who knows where else we might be seen and admired. Come to Pandora's Fantasy Box. Dot com. That is fantasy with a Z. And find out why membership has its privileges. Pandora's fantasybox.com. Not C U M, but you will live free. <laughs>